Blog Talk Radio. Russell Burton closed his laptop, having just switched his car insurance to GEICO. He didn't think much of it until... Savings were everywhere. My pockets, uh, wallet, bank accounts. It was like the savings were following me. Following, indeed. All because of an innocent 15 minutes on GEICO.com. I feel like I'm never alone. GEICO. Spend 15 minutes and 15% or more in savings could be following you. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller, at NC Pudgy is me on Twitter. Also, check out the KIRP Radio Show, at KIRP Radio Show on Twitter as well. And uh, it's a pleasure to be here on this beautiful Sunday evening. Every Sunday is beautiful to me. I'm sure you guys always hear me say uh, this beautiful Sunday evening. And I mean that because it's another day alive. But before I get ahead of myself, 
on this beautiful Sunday, December 1st, 2013. Shout out to my people out there at ECU. Shout out to my people out there at North Carolina A&T. Also, Graham High School. Got to give you guys a B.I.G. shout out. Hunt High School, Fike High School, and Wilson NC. That's where I'm from. And also, Lofton Academy. So I think that's Lofton or Lofton Academy. Uh, either or. You guys are definitely B.I.G. in my book. Appreciate the shout outs. And uh, thanks for listening to the KRP Radio Show. Welcome to all the new listeners out there. Uh Last week, you know, we talked about some things that uh, some people found near and dear to their heart, you know, and and I got a lot of commentary back on last week's show. So I definitely appreciate all the feedback that we got, you know, from the show. I appreciate all the love on that. Uh, It's it's always good to hear from people um, when you've touched them, you know, it's always good to to know that you've touched somebody, to know that there's somebody out there that understands, to know that, you know, somebody is benefiting from what we do because, you know, we don't, we don't set out to do KRP radio um, just to hear ourselves talk. You know, we can, we can do that on a, a bunch of different venues or, or, or audio equipment or whatever you want to call it. Uh, what we do here is hope to inspire and, uh, we definitely want to keep it 100, as I always say. Definitely want to keep it 100. We always want to keep it real. And uh, we, we've we been branded. I would say we branded ourselves, but, you know, someone else branded us with uh, saying that we had uh, real talk radio for real people. And uh, someone else said Main Street. So, you know, that's what we try to do. We don't hold any punches. We try to come out with... And, and talk about issues and talk about things that are beneficial to all people and, uh, you know, really benefit everybody out there. I mean, there's a lot of radio out there, a lot of talk radio um, that are nothing more than gossip blogs. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not knocking gossip blogs. You do what you do. If, if that's the way that you make your living, if, you know, gossip is your business is gossiping is what you do being, being a professional gossiper, that's cool. You know, whatever works for you. But, uh, you know, that's not commonly something that we do. And uh, we try to be a little bit different in, in talking about things that really matter and talking about things that are beneficial, you know, to the lives of us and our children and our family relatives and our neighbors and friends. You know, we, we try to bring things to the forefront and uh, really get to the meat of some of those issues. And, and oftentimes uh, some things I might say on this show, uh, may seem controversial or shock jock, I, and I hate that term shock jock. It doesn't make sense to me. It's just uh, shock shock jocking is uh, is not something that we do on KRP Radio. So um, that kind of kind of brings us to, uh, or actually it brought us to where we were last week, and it also brings me to uh, talk about you know what we have to talk about this week. And uh, just past Thanksgiving, I'm sure I had a beautiful Thanksgiving. I hope everybody out there had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I, I definitely did. And uh, you know, I did a lot of laying around, man. I don't normally in in my family. I got a large family, man. Five children, um, as as most of you know who who listen to, who have listened to the show before, or friends that I have out there uh, at this time. My oldest son. Uh, lives with his mother. He doesn't live with, you know, me in this household. Uh, he's here half of the time or uh, two times, a couple times a month or, or maybe more than that. But uh, holidays and all, you know, this, that, and the other. But anyway, large family, five children, my wife and I, and, you know, we have full-time jobs. There are six other businesses that I either manage, own, or am a partner in. Uh there's 10 in total and you know, I'm the serial entrepreneur. So there's 10 in total, uh, that I'm personally responsible for. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not bragging. I'm just putting it out there. In other words, we're busy, you know, additional to nonprofits and, and, uh, volunteering and coaching. And, you know, when you got children, if you have just one child it's busy, you know, just one child, 
your life is 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 crazy. I mean, you're you're busy. It's balls to the walls all the time. Um, so I'm sure parents out there know what I'm talking about, and even college students. I know a lot of college students get what I'm saying. But anyway, um, I'm always busy. So I took the opportunity this uh, Thanksgiving to do a lot of lounging around. You know, we did a lot of cooking around here. My wife did a lot of cooking. Shout out to her. B.I.G. Shout out to my wife because I I didn't do any cooking, and I'm sure I know that she is glad of that. But um, not that I can't cook. It's that we clash in the kitchen. You know, if my wife loves my cooking, but if she watched me season food, she's not going to eat it. I'm telling you straight up and down. She is not going to eat it. She's not feeling it. She's like, that's too much. I don't use measurements. You know, I'm, I'm, I cook with feeling, baby. And that, I mean, that's the best kind of cooking to me. I mean, there's a lot of great cook shows and I see folks measuring stuff off and that's cool, but I like cooking with feeling. I got to, I want to put my elbow in it. And you know, when I bam, shake a little bit of this on it and bam, put a little bit of that on it and pow, a little bit of this on it. And you know, I taste tested and, and you know that you you cook with feeling. That's what I do. So, you know, some people don't like that, and that's cool. But anyway, you know, we got a lot of cooking going on around here, and Thanksgiving was beautiful. Uh, all the kids here, uh, my wife and I, and we had a nice Thanksgiving dinner. And um, you know, to tell you the truth, I, I was looking forward to going out for Thanksgiving. You know, I told my son that too when I was picking him up from the train station. And, he, you know, he kind of laughed at me a little bit, but I, I was, I'm dead serious. And I know my wife don't take me serious on this either, but I am dead serious to the world, to the world. I'm dead serious. I would not mind going out for Thanksgiving because I'm at a point in my life where things have to be less stressful. Okay. And back in, in, in early October, in, in late September, early October to mid-October to late October to crunch time, you know, end of November, crunch time, Thanksgiving, couple a day away, you know, we still hadn't decided on exactly what we were having. I mean, you kind of know what you're going to have, but, you know, there might be a special dish here and there. And I'm, I'm good with traditional stuff, man. But anyway, um, you know, Thanksgiving was busy and... You know, there's a lot of food, a lot of cooking going on with my wife, and she got busy, got the job done, and 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 it was wonderful. We had a good time. You know, ate a lot of food, watched some football, got out in the yard a little bit. But I've enjoyed these past few days, days of really not doing much at all, really not doing much at all. I mean, I did a little bit of working from home, but I really didn't do a lot. And man, that feels so great. But I almost feel guilty because there's a lot, you know, left undone. So anyway, that's how my Thanksgiving went. You know, I talked to a lot of relatives and a lot of friends out there. And, uh, you know, people had a good time on Thanksgiving. And, and, and here's something I posted on my social media page, on my, on my Facebook page. You guys, if you ain't connected with me on Facebook, check me out, man. Uh, first, check out the show. I need you guys to like that page and add that page and tell your friends about that page because, you know, that's a small portion on how we grow uh, KRP Radio. So if you're on Facebook, check us out. It's facebook.com backslash KIRP Radio Show. If you can't find us like that, go to the search bar and just put in k.i.r.p. Kirk, put in KIRP, and uh, you should find it somewhere. Put it all together. Make it one word. Make it three words. Do whatever you do. But find us and like us, and you'll see me on there. And, you know, find us on the social media, man. But I, I posted something on my Facebook, and uh, it, it wasn't in directly in correlation to the show, but it ended up, you know, I, I guess subconsciously I, I always have show topics on my mind. And, and, you know, one thing about this show, it's real life. So the topics that we have are real life. It's not like the hottest political blah, 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 the hottest scandal and the hottest topic and all that stuff. It's not that. You know, that's not KRP Radio. It's, this show is real life, real talk for real people. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I posted something on my Facebook, and uh, I'm not sure verbatim what it was, but it was something like, you know, I, I was seeing pictures. I saw um, pictures of relatives, pictures of this or whatever I said, but it 
basically what it boiled down to is that I was only saying that I'm seeing a lot of happiness around Facebook, like a lot of, you know, a lot of babies, a lot of relatives, a lot of people with their mother, their parents, you know, with their children and, and Thanksgiving dinner and cousins and aunts and, you know, friends. And I'm I'm looking at, you know, where people were talking about reunions and, you know, I'm going over here, I'm taking a walk. I mean, I really just sat back and just kind of scrolled through news feeds and uh, I took a look at the happiness that was out there. If I came across something that was negative, I kept it moving. Like I, I didn't listen to the negative. I didn't go over the negative. If I saw something that was negative and, and, and I started to read that and it turned out to be something negative, if it wasn't the end of the paragraph or the sentences that I was reading, I kept it moving. And from that, I felt so much overall joy. I mean, I saw pictures where people posted on, on their Facebook pages that made me say, oh, man, it, it, it made me feel so good inside. It made me feel like I was there, you know, like I was in the midst of them and having a good time with them. And and, and, and before I knew it, you know, I had spent 20, maybe 30 minutes or longer, I don't know, um, scrolling through Facebook, reading positive notes and positive messages and looking at positive pictures, I found myself with a big, big, super huge smile on my face while I was scrolling through. And I wasn't thinking about anything particular, but I was just enjoying the moments that a lot of you all share, a lot, a lot of the moments that you all place before this world or share before this world. And it put me in a happy place. It put me in a great place. It put me in a wonderful place and, and in the right state of mind. So, you know, when I posted that message, that message about, you know, the pictures and, and the statuses that I'm seeing and this, that, and the other, you know, that's what I was talking about. And I just want to say salute, you know, to all you guys out there, definitely the B.I.G. Shout out to my troops out there. Salute to the troops, but also salute to all you guys for sharing that positive uh, flow, you know, for allowing me to get in that positive space that you're in and, and, and kind of being in that positive realm. And, and that was a beautiful thing. So, you know, shout out to you for that, man. 619-638-8559 is the number. Hit us up. If you got a comment, hit number one. I'll try to get you on as soon as possible. We got a few people in the queue. Shout out to all the people who are listening to the show that, that don't want to say anything, but that are listening to the show via phone. Uh, you guys are definitely B.I.G. in my book. I definitely see you guys. I see you right now. I'm looking at you. So B.I.G. shout out to you. Also, B.I.G. shout out to all the people out there who are just checking us out online. Uh, if you guys want to listen to the show via Internet, make sure you check us out. www.kirpradioshow.com. That's the official website. Got a little bit of information on there. If you guys want to check out some archives, you know, click on one of the additional tabs, you'll be able to check on some archives and check out some past shows. Also, you can check us out via Twitter. You know, we got links posted all over the place going on as we do the show. Uh, you know, we got bloggers out there posting links about the show and, you know, you can catch some links out there. So if you guys are also on Twitter, check us out at symbol K-I-R-P radio show at symbol NC Pudgy is me. Also, I want to challenge everybody out there to check out the Loving Father Society's official Twitter page, baby, at symbol Loving Fathers Soul. All right? Not society, just so. Loving Fathers Soul. At symbol Loving Fathers Show. So, excuse me. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you add them to your likes or follow them. And uh, we'll be getting some blogging information on there real soon. You know, that's not going to be a page that... We're going to spend a whole lot of time on, you know, when I say we, I'm talking about the Love and Father Society, not KRP. Uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time on putting uh, information on that's not useful. You know, we're going to try to put information out there that is useful for all you folks to enjoy. So, you know, that's what it is. Uh, if you guys have a, a iPhone, all my iPhone listeners out there, make sure you guys look us up on iTunes podcast, KRP radio and show i'm behind for a commercial man gotta go to a commercial when i come back we're gonna talk about a couple cover stories and then we're gonna go into the topic of the night talking about holidays do they have you depressed are you feeling down 
feeling better? We'll be right back. Check out this little bit of music we got. Love Ballad. LTD. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes to play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. school. After school, he practiced, then he went to the gym. 
this is what he wants. This is the life he chose. And if you want it, you have to work hard to keep it and keep on going with it. So I believe he will come back. And when he do, I'm going to be at the Bull Center cheering for my baby. From that long break, man, six minute break, that was kind of rough. Welcome back to the KRP Radio Show. Sorry about that, folks. I had to run to the car and get something real quick. Left some of my notes out there, man. This is a this is an important message, so I wanted to make sure that I uh, I brought the proper notes in with me, and uh, so that I could share with you guys, you know, this evening, man. And I always, I don't know how some people feel, but I, I always like to come prepared. You know, wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing, you know, I like to come to the party prepared. I like to come to the house prepared. I want to, you know, I don't want to be viewed some babbling fool. I mean, a lot of times when I'm asked to, you know, come speak in different events or I'm asked to be places, a lot of times uh, I don't get to go off my notes. You know, I spend all this time preparing and prepping, but, you know. The passion takes over, man. The heart takes over. The truth speaks louder than any words that you could prepare anyway. Not not saying that my words aren't the truth or not saying that my preparation isn't the truth, but, you know, a lot of the times when you're really in it and you're really passionate about what you do and the things that you say and uh, the people that you try to uh, inspire, you know, when you're really passionate about it, it never goes according to plan. I'll start out with a note. And, uh, you know, who knows where I'll end off. But, you know, it's all for the benefit, man. It's all for the better of everybody. So shout out to everybody out there who rocks with your boy. B.I.G. shout out to my people. I already said ECU one time. I'm going to give you guys another B.I.G. shout out. B.I.G. shout out. And this was different. You know, a lot, a lot of my friends are going to go, P, what's wrong with you, man? You are you're losing it. But I got to give a major shout out to Duke University. Man, we got an echo in here. We got to. I got to give a major shout out to Duke University. Major, 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 major shout out to the coaching staff. I mean, can can they get a round of applause? Because they they definitely deserve a round. Right on. Uh, Shout out to the Duke football team, man. ACC champions, clinching the division. And uh, Raekwon Boyette, the Wilson native from my hometown. Shout out to that young man, you know, Watched them get busy in high school uh, sparingly. Heard more than I actually saw. Wish I could have saw more. Uh, wasn't really living at home at the time. But, you know, B.I.G. shout out to him, man. And he went on to play football at Duke and now on a, a running running back running back coach at uh, Duke University. And uh, also shout out to the brother, defensive back coach. I forget his name right now. He's a friend of a friend uh, from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Amazing, amazing coach. Hoping to get out into that at, to that camp 
this season. But, you know, shout out to those brothers, man, for making a huge difference in uh in in a program like like the likes of a Duke University. I mean it's it's amazing what you can do if you put forth the effort. If you put in the time, if you put in the grind and you go hard. It's amazing what you can do, man. And and, and I don't want people to discredit that. There's a lot of people out here that hear me talking about hard work and they go, Oh P you crazy. You don't really still believe in uh, that hard work really pays off, do you? I mean, look at these corporations, these CEOs. I don't get caught up in all of that, man. I know things exist that we don't like. I know there's crony capitalism. I get that. But from where I sit and where I stand and what works for me and the message that I derive and, and I, that I give to my family, excuse me, that I drive to my children is that, you know, be capitalist first of yourself. You know, take advantage of your opportunities for you. Take advantage of your opportunities for yourself without letting other people take advantage of you. You know, you got to go out there and go hard. You got to do the things that need to be done so you can be prosperous in life. You got to go out and get that education. You can't leave it up to someone else. You can't always leave it up to somebody to get you hyped and and, and the, the hope that they'll put a battery in your back and wind you up so you can buzz a buzz and hop around the room. It doesn't work like that. This is not, I call that Jack in the Box syndrome too, by the way, where people will wind you up and wind you up. You should go here and why don't you do that? And why don't you do this? And, and why I call it Jack in the Box syndrome is because a lot of people, they'll sit right there in that box, right? They're not bothering anybody, but they're not doing anything. You know, time is just passing them by. And if nobody came along and wind up the side of that box and wind it up, those few times that they have to wind it up to get it to pop out, because, see, these people in the Jack in the Box syndrome, these people are ready to go. You know, I'm not saying these people are dumb. I'm not saying they're lazy, but they're dormant. And there's millions and millions of people that I think that are like that. There's millions of people that are out there that are that are stuck in it that has Jack in the Box syndrome and they're stuck in their place, in their box, and they're doing their thing, but they're really doing nothing but existing alone. They're not doing anything. They're just kind of sitting there, and life is passing them by until someone happens to look to the left or look to the right or look on top or look underneath, and they find that box. And sometimes when they find that box, sometimes that arm is broken and it has to be fixed before you can wind that jack-in-the-box up to get it to pop out of the box. You know, sometimes you have to shake the box up to get it to work. You know, sometimes you might have to kick the box around or throw it or rough it to get it to finally pop out of that box and realize that it was a jack in that box that still could pop out. You know, these are our brothers. These are our sisters. These are our relatives. These are our friends. This is us too, folks. The jack-in-the-box syndrome is real. I'm here to tell you right now, the jack-in-the-box syndrome is very very real and if we're not able to recognize it in our family if we're not able to recognize it in our friends if we're not honestly able to sit in front of a mirror or stand in front of a mirror and recognize that we are the jack in our boxes and we're not willing to expand ourselves and pop out of that box and do something positive you ever notice that when that jack pops out of that box his arms are wide like, hey, world, I'm here. I'm ready to take over, baby. Here I am. That's what we have to We Sometimes we have to be that arm to wind up our family and wind up our friends and wind up ourselves and wind up our relatives. But we also got to be able to wind our own damn box up. We got to be willing to jump out of that box ourselves and say, here I am, world. Take me as I am. I've worked hard. I'm on my grind. I'm willing to get it. Here's what I can offer. We got to be willing to do that in ourselves. We got to be willing to reach out to the world and say, world, here we are. 
the jack-in-the-box syndrome is so, so, so real. I mean, it's realer than what we realize, man. And there's a lot of people stuck in this situations because of it. But a lot of times we're scared. I, no, we're not scared. We're horrified. You know, I, I can't even find it. My mind doesn't possess the proper words to, to explain where we are in life a lot of times, where our relatives are in life a lot of times, where our friends are, our Facebook, Twitter, social media buddies, our coworkers. You know, a lot of times we're horrified of what life really holds for us. So you know what we do? Jack-in-the-box syndrome now, remember what I'm telling you. We digress. Or we just sit still and we just be. We don't expand, we just kinda <sighs> kinda sit around. A lot a lot like what I was explaining to you guys that I did over the over the Thanksgiving holiday. You know, I kind of just sat around. I didn't really pop outside. I didn't really go let myself be seen anywhere in particular. I was just kind of there, kind of in my own zone, kind of in my world. I mean, surrounded by family, having a good time with family and friends. But I was just kind of there, not doing much, just kind of hanging out. And that's what Jack in the Box, that's where Jack in the Box syndrome begins. You know, we think it's okay. Like like me on this weekend, I was just chilling, kind of taking some time away. And I, I, listen, I'm an entrepreneur, man. I'm a business owner and a father and a husband and a coach and a volunteer and an inspirational speaker and a, you, you name it. So don't get it twisted. I wasn't just sitting around 24-7, not working at all. Working at home for five hours is me sitting around, you know, so... But this is where this is where it begins, folks. So I don't want any of you out there thinking, and, and, and the reason I said that, the reason I just had to explain that, I don't want you guys thinking, you know, that all you folks out there that work hard and maybe two or three jobs or work one job, maybe even just work part-time or just go to school, come home, have to take care of your child and your life is hectic. I don't want you thinking that you're not doing enough. You're doing enough. If you're effective in what you're doing, if your goals are being accomplished, you're doing enough. If your bills are being paid, you're doing enough. If you're creating a plan for tomorrow and every day you're out there executing so you can get to that plan to be able to create another plan or create another goal and go get that goal and you're helping people along the way and you explain it to those people, here's what I did, here's how I got here, here's where I'm going. You can come with me or you can stay where you are. You are being effective. You are doing something. And you're also winding up that jack-in-the-box. You're pulling that lever, folks. That's being effective. That's being responsible. That's living and leaving a legacy. I didn't even mean to get on this topic, but this is just what it is. Jack-in-the-box syndrome is, is, is something that God just gave me. But this is what it is. We sit in our boxes waiting to be wound up until we pop out of that box. But a lot of times that box, like I said before, that box is under a shelf, under a bed, up high on a dresser. You know, behind the bed, in the closet, in the car, in the truck, at work, thrown away, in the garbage, just lying around, on the floor. That's us. That's our relatives. That's our family. That's our people. We're jacks in the box. Some might say we're jackasses in the box, but we're jacks in the box. And it's unfortunate that a lot of us need people to wind us up. It's unfortunate that we need people to put that battery in our box or in our back. It's unfortunate, but it's reality. And if you're able to do it, by all means, you should be doing it. And you should be happy about it while you're doing it. Not complaining. You know, be glad that there's somebody out there that looks forward to you Twisting their arm until they can pros- until they can live a prosperous life. 
But also, you better recognize it for yourself. See, it's a catch-22. And, and I'm talking about it both ways. And I know some of you guys are going, well, he just said this, and now he's just saying that. Look, man, here's what it is at the end of the day. Okay, you got to be willing to wind up someone else's box that don't want to do it on their own, okay? And we can talk about it, we can fuss about it, we can cry about it, criticize it, whatever we want to do, talk behind their back, write letters, write Facebook subliminal posts or Twitter subliminal posts or whatever you want to do to get through it. But the reality is, if you're able, like I said before, here's one half of it, folks, follow me now, if you're able to wind up that box for those people who can't do it on their own, wind up the box. But you also, while you're winding up somebody else's box and you're tooting your own horn and you're dotting your own eyes and you're crossing your own T's because you're the best thing in the world that happened to that person. Oh my God, if it wasn't for you, they couldn't have this. If it wasn't for you, they couldn't do that. If it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for you, you still got to be willing to wind up your own damn box and twist your own arm and go get it for yourself. That's the other half of it, folks. And if you put the two together, what you have is a big jack-in-the-box that's combined. And while you're twisting one person's arm, somebody's twisting your arm, you know? And while they're twisting your arm, somebody's pushing their arm and, and twisting their arm. And what we're getting is a lot of people popping out of their boxes with their arms wide open, open connecting hands and willing to help each other. And there's nobody to go talk to about it. That's the beauty of it. That's the God plug complex of it. See, at first, you can complain about it all you want. You can talk about it all you want. You can get on the phone and hoop and holler. Listen, if you're helping me, you got all the right in the world to talk about me. I can care less if I'm getting through it. See, that's something we have to personally get over. That's twisting our own box. It's not all about the doing. It's a mental aspect of it as well. So you can't get mad when somebody's helping you out and you find out they're talking about it. So what? Keep it moving. Give them some more to talk about. Go to them again and say, hey, man, I, I appreciate you helping me with that car. Can you help me with a job? And let them go talk about that. Ain't number blessings. Let them go talk about it. Ain't number trials and tribulations. Because sometimes one day they're going to walk up to somebody and talk about it and that person's going to say amen. They're going to say, praise God. They're going to say, man, you ought to thank God that you were able to do that. And that's when that big fat mirror is placed back in their face. But you ain't got to worry about that, man. You know, we ain't got to worry about that. We go through enough in life as it is. If someone is helping us out of our box and someone is twisting our arm and we finally get to pop out of that rut that we're stuck in and we got our arms open and we popped out our jack-in-the-box and we can take that clown hat off and we're saying, well, here I am and now I'm ready to do anything that I need to do to get ahead, to make a difference, to be prosperous, to leave a legacy. I'm here. I'm willing. My arms are wide. If you're doing this and you're busy and you're really ready and you're really grinding, you ain't going to hear what they're talking about in the first place. And guess what? Because of what they did for you, you're getting ahead and you ain't going to care. You ain't going to care at all. It's not even going to matter to you. Because the things that they've done for you are so much greater than that little gossip that you might pay attention to. Stop letting these little things get us down. Be glad that somebody's twisting our box and we can pop out and take on the world with their help. Let them talk. They'll stop talking after a while. Hell, a lot of you talk about your own problems and then you call it testimony. It is what it is. Sometimes your testimony is somebody else's testimony. Too bad. Deal with it. Live with it. But don't get so caught up on people helping you and, and what they're going to say about it and who they're going to tell that you can't even get past the rut that you're in that they helped you out of. And just that belief alone, that understanding, that knowledge of self alone, that's twisting your own box too, folks. We got to be willing to twist our own box. 
Lord Jesus, I didn't even mean to get on this, okay? You know, I, like I told you guys before, man, you know, sometimes I go places if I'm if I'm asked to talk or, or, or asked to give some words or asked to be one of the inspirational speakers or whatever you might call it or, or a guest or, or, or whatever it is, man. You never know what God is going to have you to say, man. You never know what God's going to have you to say. You never know who has that heavy heart, who needs that inspiration, who needs that message. You don't know. I don't know. I can't speak for other folks. Some people got that suit and tie speech, man. They, you know, hit their pointers, hit their talking points. Ah, oh, I appreciate it. Check out my website, buy my book, uh, 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 buy a shirt, buy a sweater, uh, donate to my cause. See you later. You know, been a pleasure. That's not me. Half of the times I go places, I forget to tell people we have the Love and Father Society. Make sure you log on to lovingfathersociety.com and, and give us a donation so we can help some of these families out here. You know, a lot of the times I forget to say that. I just got it in that time, but you know, it's, it's all good. But listen, man, Jack in the Box Syndrome is real. You got to be willing to twist your own arm. You got to be willing to twist someone else's arm. And don't get mad when somebody is twisting your arm, by the way. Sometimes that stuff bothers us so much to the point that we end up not doing nothing again. You know, you you gotta roll with it, man. Just take take the punches of life as they get as as life is giving it to you, and and roll on, man. Throw some punches back, keep it moving. But for God's sakes, do not get stuck in that box. Once you get stuck in that box, it's a wrap for you, and it's gonna be really, really, really hard to get out of that box. And I don't want anybody stuck in these boxes. These boxes will kill us dead. It'll kill you. And you have never, ever seen the world. You'll still be stuck in the same place, listening to the same people, looking for that gossip because, oh, somebody helped me out. And I know they're going to talk about me. Man, screw that. Nobody cares about that. Take that blessing and keep it moving. But you're going to be stuck in the same place, listening to the same mess and looking for the same stuff that you're looking for. Holiday season. This is supposed to be the topic of the night in the first place, but it's holiday season. It's Thanksgiving, it's Christmas, it's the Black Fridays, the Cyber Saturdays, the whatever Mondays. You know, all the stuff is going on right now. And let me tell y'all something about the holiday, man. The, 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 the holiday season, because, you know, the two biggest holidays of the year in this same quarter, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the little intangibles that they've added to it. It's amazing how how commercialized those holidays have become to the point that they have days that follow them or days that pre them, you know, where you got to spend more money. It's not good enough just to spend money on cooking a lot of food that you're going to end up throwing away on Thanksgiving. It's not good enough that you're going to waste money on Christmas buying all these lavish gifts that some of them are going to sit on a shelf or that you won't pay attention to for the rest of the year. And a lot of people will be making payments on these gifts Throughout the year after year after year Trust me I've done it I love my children I have played Santa Claus and I have done it Lord knows I've done it And I was out of my mind for doing it And a lot of you are out of your mind For doing it too Yes you are It's a mental uh, uh, state <laughs> it's, it's, it's a wrong mental state that we have Holidays are creepy monsters That wake and wait and, and just sit and they wait out alongside of your depression and they wait to destroy you if you let them. That's what holidays can do. Because, and here's why. Let me tell you why. Holidays can be your worst enemy because oftentimes we equate our love for our loved ones with these holidays. And we don't even realize it. Like a lot of times, a lot of us have equated Thanksgiving and Christmas to how much we love our mama or how much we miss our grandma or how much we love our dad or, or granddad or aunt and uncle and or cousins or this and, and, and let's not forget we've also somehow you know we could have someone that died in February, March, April, May, June but when it comes Thanksgiving and Christmas we add those deaths Within those holidays too and, and 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 I get it I understand why we do that Because during those holidays We want to see those people We remember 
standing by the Christmas tree and hugging grandma or, you know, uh, sitting at the Thanksgiving table with grandpa, your cousin, aunt, uncle, whatever. I get that. I understand that. But what we have to realize is that life is real and it's so much bigger than just a Thanksgiving and a Christmas and those few sales holidays that follow those 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 major uh, calendar holidays. And they're not even about that in the first place. But where it destroys us, at, and, and that's not even the part that destroys us, that kind of gets us depressed a little bit. Because, I mean, I miss my grandmother like, like, it, like, man, like my life, you know. My grandmother was my life. That's like a part of me that's gone. So, you know, around these holidays, of course I'm going to think about it. People are going to look in, in pictures and photo albums and, all, you know, you're going to talk with your cousins and your relatives. I get all of that. I get that. But stop equating the importance and the relevance of your loved ones to these holidays because you're not seeing them at this time. All right? Understand this about life. It's going to end. <laughs> that's it. Y'all thought it was going to be something profound right now. Nah, that's it. Life is going to end. Understand that about life. It is going to end. So go back to the Jack in the Box syndrome. Be aggressive. You know, be inspired, get out here and make some things happen while you are alive and work on leaving the legacy and leaving things. When I say things, I'm talking about property, planes, trains, cars, houses, money, assets, if you will, for your children with instruction. Don't let these holidays sidetrack you on what you really need to get done. Just because it's Thanksgiving don't mean that you don't need to go to work today. Just because it's Christmas don't mean that you don't need to go to work today. If it's your day to work, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Thanksgiving, and take your butt to work, man. Get that paper because tomorrow, the day after the holiday, there's a bill that's due. Like the day after uh, uh, Black Friday, Saturday, whatever it was, Black Holiday, you still got bills to pay. My my, my rent's due right now. I got I got to pay rent tomorrow. So I didn't go out here and spend... Two hundred dollars on a on a on a TV, which name brand I have no idea. I love big screens like the rest of them, flat screens, excuse me, like the rest of them. I love electronics, man. I love all the toys that everybody loves, but I also understand that if I don't hold this rent money right here until the day after this blown up uh, 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 holler sales day, you know, if I don't take care of this rent money. And then after that holiday, go pay my rent. My kids are going to suffer from this. I'm going to suffer from this. Okay? It's going to affect me after that holiday or that holiday sales day farther down the line than I can even imagine. So don't be a fool just because of the holiday. And don't let these holidays depress you. Because you don't have the money that you used to have. You know, you can't vacate like you used to vacate. You don't have the car that you used to have, the house that you used to have. For all you that like me that went through foreclosures or short sales or what may have you. Because you don't have a vacation home over here and a house over there or you're not doing this or you're not doing that. You don't have the same job that you had. You don't make the same amount of money do not let this stuff depress you just because it's the holidays and you, quote, unquote, do not have the same. And don't let people play you so close and try to play you out and get you spending money that you don't have either, knowing that you need to save that money for the next day, even if it's not for a bill for a rainy day. You know, there's a lot of people out here, and God bless her soul, my step-grandma, uh, Margie, Laura, love Mama. We call her Mama. Mama would worry herself to death at least once a month if she couldn't have the biggest feast. I mean, man, it it was like we're eating at the Queen's house. Okay, if she couldn't have a queen, a king and queen like feast once a month for all the family to come over, people that you didn't rarely see, people who can care less that a light bill was due. People that could care less that her water was about to get cut off, you know. People could care less if she had a medication or not. They just wanted to come eat, make a mess, and go home and talk about how good that food was. But that made her happy, you know, so I get that too. But the the whole problem with that 
is that our mentality, her mentality, my mentality, some of your mentalities, our whole concept of being happy is skewed and it's, and it's based off things and spending when it should just be based off love and camaraderie and time. Time is the most valuable asset that we have. You know, it's a beautiful thing if you could just get with the same people who's going to come over your house and eat or the same people that want to exchange gifts with you or the same people that want to hold you to this standard. If you could just spend time with these people, if you really love them, time is the most valuable. Spend time with these people just talking, enjoying, sharing ideas, talking about business, talking about ideas, just laughing and sharing a joke and having a good time. I don't care if it's watching TV. Time is the major asset that we have. But we equate our happiness and our friendship with people with going places and having things and giving things and spending. Instead of spending time, we equate it with spending money and buying gifts and vacations. While God has given us the most valuable thing in the world is time. He's given it to us. And by the way, we don't even know how much we have. So people ought to understand when you're giving them that time. No, you need to understand. When you're giving people time out of your life, because that's what it really is, every time you take two minutes to talk to a person, okay, or if you're in a supermarket and you take a couple minutes just to stand there and say hello and chit-chat with somebody, you know, I went to Northern Tool the other day, took something back. The cashier was a complete asshole to me at first. Okay, then I talked to the general manager, and I guess she, she, in her mind, I was somebody because the guy recognized me, and we started having a conversation. But my point is, I took five, maybe ten minutes to just sit there and talk to this man, whom I didn't know from a can of paint, and 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 and, and learn things about this man, and we had a good time just spending time with each other. But the major thing about that is that. I gave that man, and he gave me an exchange, and don't get it twisted. Mine is no more valuable than anybody else's because, again, we don't know when it's going to end. But what we gave each other, ultimately, whether you realize it or not, what we gave each other was 10 minutes of our life. How real is that? Y'all think about that for a second. We gave each other 10 minutes out of our lifespan. To sit there and get to know each other and talk to each other about holidays and family and business and life and 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 whatever, man. But the ultimate thing here, the greatest thing about that is that we spent time. We gave time out of our life, out of our lives to each other. And folks, if we can't do that without spending something or without the expectation of somebody spending or lending or giving or sharing things, money. You know, if if we can't understand that the greatest thing that we have to give each other is time and you run across somebody who can't enjoy that time that you're giving them or they don't want your time, you don't need them. Keep it moving. Share that time with someone who's going to appreciate it, with people whom are going to appreciate it. And don't give it to the person who's going to take it for granted again. So if I can offer you guys anything from what we listened to tonight, and, and, and I definitely want to end on this note, and I definitely want to put this out there. Just because you don't have the money or the resources to buy these things in the holidays, for the people that you want to buy those things for, if they don't understand, even after explaining it to them, personally, I, frankly, I think people should understand it before. But some people are slow, and I get that. It took me a while to get here, too. I was slow, too, once upon a time. But if those people that you want to buy gifts for, once understanding it, if they don't get the fact that you spending time with them, is bigger and better and more valuable than any gift that you could buy them. Don't waste your time slash 
most valuable asset slash greater than money, don't waste that thing that's greater than that money that you want to spend on a gift for that same person who doesn't care for your time. Understand what I'm saying? The same person you want to buy a gift for, okay, wants your gift, I'm sure, but doesn't want your time, which is your most valuable God-given life asset, the greatest thing in this world that you have so much of, but you don't know how much you have, it's that valuable. If those people don't want your time, if they're not willing to accept your time, they're not worth your time, and they're definitely, definitely not worth your worthless dime. I'm Pudgy, man. I'm out of here. You listen to the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559. Check our website out, lovingfathersociety.com. Check out the Love and Father Society website, man, and, and you know, more things to come with that. It'll get better. Uh, also, check out the KRP reps website, krpradioshow.com. Man, I feel like I'm exhausted because I, I don't even know where a lot of those words came from, but I'm going to go back and listen to it because oftentimes when I'm when I'm talking to you on the air, I don't even believe it's me talking, but, you know, that that's a whole nother subject. But anyway, uh... Make sure you check us out on the website, man, krpradioshow.com. Check us out on iTunes for all my iPhone listeners out there. You can get all the older shows. You can get the new shows. You can get the live broadcast in your podcast on iTunes. Just put in K-I-R-P Radio and Show. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and a host of other ideas out there, man, a host of other social media sites. Just Google K-I-R-P Radio Show. I'm your host, Pudgy Miller, folks. I am out of here. Don't forget to check me out on Twitter. At symbol NC Pudgy is me, baby. Ten gun salute to all my troops out there. Happy Thanksgiving and happy Merry Christmas to you guys. If I don't hear from anybody out there who's listening to the show until after Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Don't forget, time is your most valuable asset. God is love. Love is God. I wish I could be with all of you. I'm getting ready to go be with my boo. Peace.
K-I-R-P Radio!